Hello, grandkids, and welcome to Stunt Granny Audio 926. This is Kevin DeFrango. On the other end is Chris Calamita. What is up, good sir? Not a heck of a lot, Kevin. How about yourself? Um, you know, a whole lot of planning going on at Stunt Granny HQ at the current moment. Uh, none of those plans, though, revolve around WrestleMania. Uh, I have wanted to visit Philadelphia at some point. Uh, did not end up pulling the trigger this year. Yeah, Philadelphia in April doesn't sound like the most enticing. Even if uh, WrestleMania is in town and it's shaping to be a pretty damn big one. Uh, yeah, it uh, it definitely has a uh, big look to it. Uh, we're, uh, you know, it's easy to uh, pick up uh, on SmackDown here since we had the big uh, press conference that uh, that you guys, you and Jeremy covered, uh, and at least Chris and I talked about uh, Chris, Eric and I talked about uh, a little bit in passing. I'm sure you guys got a little more into it. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, Triple H. Uh, makes a fairly rare appearance on TV here to uh, lay out the course of action for WrestleMania. Yes, he did. He has, you know, at this point, I, I, I will take everyone at their word that Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the Universal Heavyweight Championship is now set in stone for one of those two nights. It's not going to change. People do not have to worry about that. The, the Cody crybabies can can, can, <laughs> can, can, can can put in their pacifier and, and, and take and, and take a nap. Uh, <laughs> go night night. Uh, their hero will, will will receive his opportunity at the universe, undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship. But we are left with a. Major, some major questions as to where this is all headed. And in terms of what The Rock's exact involvement in WrestleMania is going to be, uh, Triple H did not you know, play those cards at all. Oh, no. And we know that The Rock and Roman Reigns are appearing on SmackDown on Friday. And as we record this last night on Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes have formed an official alliance. Uh, I mean, and they've also already filmed and released a trailer that features the four of them squaring off. Uh, yeah, they must be feeling very good about Seth Rollins' uh, comeback from his injury here. Yeah. It is very. Yeah, well, let's just say it. it is very much looking like three of these four participants will be will be wrestling twice over the course of WrestleMania weekend. Uh, yes, yeah. The Rock uh, is probably the most likely to only have the one match, but yeah, yes. every every everyone else does seem destined for uh, at least a couple of matches because yeah. It, it's almost hard to talk about the Triple H thing and not talk about what happened on Monday. Uh, just because, yeah, they have really set an open table for uh, all the combatants. And, uh, yeah, I guess the other part of the Triple H announcement was uh, the elimination chamber for Seth Rollins. Uh, is it the World, du- heavyweight, World, World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. Good God. Yeah, they are too similarly named for me to like. Just my brain dies every time. Well, 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 how about the women's championships being the women's world championship and then the world women's championship? Uh, Yeah, they need to be. uh, Yeah, it is really hard to like you. I'm just an idiot and screw up intercontinental and U.S. title sometimes. Like, that's on me. Like, those two words are not interchangeable. You know what I mean? Like, there's distinct names there. Like, both of the big champion. well, I guess it sounds like from all of them, 
all of the big championships are way too similarly named. Uh, it, because, yeah, when it was just the Universal Championship, it helped. But when they glommed on the WWE, because uh, what else? Uh, you, did they call it Unified? The, un, the Undisputed <laughs> WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> yeah, like when they glommed on all of those extra words. Like, I just lost track. The Universal Championship, WWE Championship, you know, it was easy to understand. Now it's just like, oh my gosh, like, I, my brain is fried, guys. Just give me a break on this one. But yeah, okay, so Elimination Chamber in Perth. Uh, I think we have both of them established now. Uh, still some names remaining, but... Yeah, yeah names they, remaining, they, but match concept not remaining. Yeah, no, no, no. They, we, we are heading into Perth with, uh, with, the, with the two elimination chambers. The majority of names, you know, already set. Uh, yeah, because, what, we had a couple of qualification matches on SmackDown? Yes, Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Yes, Drew McIntyre yes. and Randy Orton qualified. Following up on Raw with LA Knight and and Bobby Lashley qualifying. And then on Friday, The Miz will face Logan Paul, and Kevin Owens will face Dominic Mysterio. Uh, yeah, hey, uh... Are we seeing Kevin Owens, uh, Logan Paul, WrestleMania? I think that's exactly. I, I think that's what we're. That's that's where we're going. I mean, I that is definitely seems to be the direction. You know, get them both in the chamber. They can interact there, and then move forward with a, with a match at WrestleMania. I, but you know what? Well, good call. They had a good match at the Royal Rumble. You know, an actually well executed non finish. Uh, you know, they no. play very well off of, they've got great chemistry, they play well off of each other, so, you know, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to them, you know, doing more with each other. It does feel like the man who's going to be left out, of, well, the man maybe, maybe, maybe left out uh, 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 of the big picture, maybe there will be more than one, but L.A. Knight, it's looking like his feud with AJ Styles is going to make might, might make it all the way to WrestleMania, but... You know, and it's just, it's just kind of an underneath match with, with, with no title at stake. Uh, yeah, I mean... I, I wonder how many times they they wrestled each other in uh, TNA. There may not have been as much crossover I, as you think. I, I'm thinking Cause AJ, it's cause pretty AJ, low. Because AJ left in 2013. Yeah. I think it was. Because he, because he was, because he went with the, with the mass exodus of almost everybody with, when when they let Hogan's contract lapse and Samoa Joe left about the same time and all those from a lot of the other stars left. Yeah, when they deemed that, when they deemed yeah, that, fifteen to nineteen in TNA slash Impact Wrestling for yeah, LA so, Knight. Now, did AJ do a, at least a few spot shots for Impact when he was in between? Uh, let's say, yeah. Or did, he, or, did he, or did he just do ROH in New Japan during that period? Like a few, some, some few indies. Uh, yeah, TNA was, uh, 02 to 14, and then he popped in in 22. 22? Yeah, that's what it's saying here. On the old wiki, Yeah. I don't. Oh, are, are are they counting him doing? They're counting him doing like a video for like the twentieth anniversary of the Slam anniversary or whatever. Hey, that he, he, they must be. Yeah, because there's no way. There's no chance to tell he's, he, he did a match for TNA in 2022. <laughs> I guess yeah. they're I guess they're counting that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. no. I, I would say that those two have never actually. Would, Unless, unless it was on some other t- some other indie, 
No, yeah, right. They probably very rarely. They probably very rarely cross paths. So you know, it's like a fine match, but considering where LA Knight was like three or four months ago, it, it might be a disappointment for some people. <laughs> <laughs> And he's, yeah. not even gonna be, he's, not gonna, he's not even going to be in a secondary title match at, at WrestleMania, most likely. Uh, yeah, the man that, uh, honestly, I guess I thought would fall back to, um, it, you know, might be one of the guys to beat Gunther. It, 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 and... it, still, might be, it still might be possible, but I think... If I had to guess right now, Sami Zayn's storyline might be more moving towards getting going against Gunther. Especially since they're both still Raw guys. Because I think J- Jey Uso is getting screwed over. J- Jey Uso is not winning the title, and he's not. I, I have a feeling him and his brother are going to ha- have a singles match at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't sto- know that, but. Yeah, seems, that story seems, hasn't seems been revisited. I did find it curious that that was going to be a uh, a raw match. Yeah, it, it feels like <laughs> it's, 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 it's more the setup for something else. I mean, yes. I guess there's a possibility that LA Knight could end up in, in something with the with Raw as Intercontinental Champion, but I, I don't think so, because they, they, they've already got this thing with him and Styles set up. Now, the person maybe maybe who does, seems, seems to have no clear path heading into Randy, Randy Orton I just, I just spoiled it. <laughs> WrestleMania, even though he's in the elimination chamber, you know he gets his he gets his wins. Uh, Randy Orton does not no. seem to have a clear path for WrestleMania. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, because um, what is Drew McIntyre the odds-on favorite right now? I would say Drew McIntyre is the odds-on favorite. I don't think Randy and Seth makes a ton of sense. I mean, they're both oh. baby faces unless they're going to turn one. And, because if Seth's going to essentially be having two different feuds going on at the same time, it probably makes more sense to you know interject McIntyre into in, in, into everything. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, he's already there, <laughs> so uh, he he he's only going to help out. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain he's getting. He's gonna win the elimination chamber, I guess. I guess Randy Orton would be would be my second choice based on who's in it <laughs> so far, and oh. that we that, that we simply just expect Logan Paul and Kevin Owens to win their Hall of Fame matches on Friday. Uh, yeah, I I I mean, I think that's some pretty solid logic as far as uh, you know, you nail down another WrestleMania match with Owens and Logan Paul. You ha- probably have a championship change at that point. Like, it gives Logan Paul some, you know, a solid-ish reign, at least. Yeah. At I, least, I don't, I don't, you know, length-wise. I never forced... I mean, I never really foresaw Logan Paul, you know, keeping his title past WrestleMania. Yeah. And I, I think maybe a number of people thought it would have been LA Knight, but, you know, it's going to be Kevin Owens. And, you know, it's great. Good, good, good for Kevin Owens. Once again, it's a... They have a good chemistry together. It, it should be really fun to watch them continue to interact. So no, I'm 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 all for that. Yeah. So that is uh, yeah. Orton is that is kind of funny that he could be the second favorite to win. But I agree with you that he doesn't really have much of a clear path to what is going to happen. Yeah. You know, uh, it, just trying to think. Just trying to think who's the who would be a heel you could put him against. I guess Solo Sokoa. Although, man, has he been downgraded ever since he, he beat Cena? Like, like that feels like such a waste. <laughs> oh my gosh! I like I couldn't believe uh, when I saw, uh, and I was assuming the graphic was correct, and maybe I shouldn't have. Uh, it sure seems like it though that it was he was he's zero and twenty three ever since beating John Cena, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. I was like, like just off the top of my head, judging from what he's done, I'm like, yeah, that seems pretty accurate that he... I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're counting house shows, then yeah, it's probably, it's probably at least what it is. Yeah. I'm it's, like, that is not, uh, not great. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not, it's not good at all. Once again, like, you know, John Cena comes back to 
put over Austin Theory and put over Solo Sokoa. A lot of good that a lot of good that did. Uh, I mean, it should have helped Solo because he didn't really. Uh, oh, should have absolutely should have. Yeah, well, well, I mean, with Austin Theory, he cut him off at the kneecaps, and there oh, was yeah, th- there there was no recovery for Austin no. Theory. Like, no, there was not. No. Uh, <laughs> So with Solo, he gave him everything. I, I think part of it's been the booking. Oh, it's absolutely been he. Like, he is the, like they they use him way too much as the setup for, for for Roman Reigns. Somebody has to pin Solo to get their match with Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, they have put him just kind of in a bad spot where it's just like, oh, he's a bad man. But like you said, because he's the since Jimmy's still kind of the Joker, he's the serious one that's got to take care of the business. Uh, but inevitably, since you've got to have an opponent for Roman Reigns, he's got to lose. And it's just like, yeah. well, I mean, a lot uh, of those losses are tag matches with Jimmy, where where Jimmy took the pin. Oh yeah. Which again, Jimmy has got to really fire up something with if he's gonna. They are going to do him and his brother one on one at WrestleMania because he, because yeah, as you said, he's the Joker. He's he, 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 he's not he is not treated seriously. Oh y- yeah, and actually, I probably shouldn't even say Joker. I should seem more like Court Jester. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it it it's just hard to take him seriously at this point, and you know, at a minimum, you can at least say that his brother is trying to take on uh, Gunther here for a, a singles championship. Uh, even if he... Yeah. Even if more is ahead on that road, uh, one way or the other. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just, yeah, those four and those two. Because the only other story, I guess, that <clears throat> is kind of interesting that could find itself in there. Uh, they are really doing a lot for Sami Zayn. They are. They are doing a lot for Sami Zayn. I don't know if I would have won. He's just been losing so much. I, I don't always like the, the losing streak before the, you know, the light bulb moment just, you know, happens where they start winning again. Cause sometimes that, that lightning bolt bulb moment comes, comes, doesn't come quick enough after that no. person's been branded a loser. <laughs> right. And, 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 and even I was kind of, I, I was making joking remarks like, why is a loser getting this interview time? Why are these two losers in the main event of Raw? Because neither of them has won a, has, has won a big match recently. <laughs> has won a big match recently. Like, yeah, but I, 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 I hope they don't, you know, undermine the whole qualifying match and elimination chamber process to interject him into the the world title match let's just presume with sammy and drew even though the, the stuff with drew is still there i, I hope they don't do that because it'll just make him seem like a crybaby that, that who whined and cried his way in at that point as opposed to no winning you know, his way if, in if, as opposed to, yeah and then you know put him against gunther you know gunther's obviously without an opponent right now you know the rumors had his original opponent opponent as being brock I mean, there's no real replacement for what the, for that match and what no. it meant and, you know, all that. But if you want to do, uh, you know, if you want to do the underdog story, you want to do the, you know, granted, Sammy's been an Intercontinental Champion before, so it's not, like, the big one he has never won before. Oh, but right. Beating Gunther is something no one's done before, so you really, you, you can set him up for that. I, 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 I think that that's probably the way should, they should go, because I just, as I said, I don't want to see them try to crowbar him into a triple threat or something for the world title after just, yeah, you know, he lost, <laughs> you know, he, he lost oh. his shot. That, that's it. That's it. That's all. It was, it was clean. It was clean in the middle. Do another baby face. You know, it, 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 he has no argument for being screwed here. Uh, yeah. If he hadn't <clears throat> had a match with Seth already, it would be easy to, a lot easier to make that argument. But unfortunately, he did, so it makes it really, really hard to make that. No. 
So, um, uh, I'm trying to think of who else is involved around that, um, elimination chamber, but <clears throat> that does or does not have a story. And then I'm trying to think of who, because we also had uh, some women qualifying, uh, a lot of qualifying this week. Yeah, there's a lot of qualifying, but does it really matter? <laughs> uh, let's, 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 let's go over who's, who's, who's qualified. Um, uh, Bianca Belair was the first one to qualify. Well, no, she really wasn't, but we'll, we'll get oh. to the one who was in a second. And then Liv Morgan qual- qualified on Raw yeah. Monday. Yes. Then I think there's going to be two qualifying matches on SmackDown Friday. I think, what is that? Shotzi versus Tiffany and Naomi versus Zelina? Do I have that right? Uh, I believe you are correct, sir. Okay. But the part where I say what does it matter is we are so... <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> already promoting Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley. What is the <laughs> fucking point? Uh, yeah, this one, there is having a favorite in a match, and then, like, you've got to be drunk to be actually betting on someone else to win this match. Yeah, no. Yeah, the, the way they're doing it, it's, it's like they already want to have Becky, you know, in the spotlight. They, you know, someone already made a mention that Becky and Rhea have already done a, done a face to face in front of a WrestleMania banner that that, that, <laughs> that, that they're taking a still photo of. They already got their shot for the, for all the graphics. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, and I mean, those two have been crossing paths slightly more uh, recently, um, so, you know, it's kind of been out there, and also, uh, Becky cut a, a hell of a promo uh, this week, too, which, again, just indicated that this seems like a foregone conclusion. Like of all foregone conclusions. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a strange decision, but you know that's how they're doing it. I mean, you know, whatever. But uh, you, know, they know that this elimination chamber thing is just something something they have to get through at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I do think that they set it up as about as well as they could. With having Nia Jax is Rhea's opponent because no one is going to cheer her to st- even if it even if it was in the United States. I don't think. Right? No, no, no. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of the point of the whole thing. Um, the only you other know. person who's got you know a, a hook a story with Rhea Ripley is, is, is Liv Morgan, but it's, it just doesn't feel like it's time for that. There, it, there's just no there's just no moving Becky Lynch out of this. Out of this match, uh, n- no, there isn't. I mean, there just isn't a bigger name. Like maybe there are some comparatively big names that you could go with, but uh, I, I mean, how many months have we been talking about how how they've managed to avoid this feud? Yeah, no, no, it, you know, it, like it, it, at it, least it six months. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it has to happen this point yes <laughs> and then yeah yeah live you, you you can uh you can find your your 73rd tag team partner to go after the tag belts i guess uh yeah i don't know how uh how long her, her uh revenge tour is going to go on yeah because rhea ripley is basically on the verge of becoming a baby face they just have to get her through this through, through this becky match basically <laughs> She's not even. She's not even really appearing with the Judgment Day anymore, or particularly Dominic. Uh, oh yeah, I, that definitely feels like a conscious de- decision to keep her uh, more away from them than with them. Oh yes, yes, yes. It feels. It feels like the Judgment Day will 
also likely maybe cease to be a thing, you know, in, in, in fairly soon into the post WrestleMania landscape. Uh, yeah, there isn't a whole lot. I guess it was kind of funny that they tied themselves together better than they had this week. At least yeah, the the, the, the yeah, male I, portion of uh, Judgment Day. Yeah, they're, they're yeah the four of them are are, are you know in, locked in sync right now, but they are locked in sync in a solidly mid card feud, or maybe multiple mid card feuds. You would call it because you still have the because you still have Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate getting getting the title match in in, in Perth. But yeah, I mean, this is a you know the Judgment Day's time in the in anywhere near the main event scene appears to be over, even though Damian Priest still has that damn briefcase and he seemingly has no intention of ever cashing it in. Uh, yeah, the fact that that gentleman has not cashed it in, uh, despite Seth Rollins clearly being injured, uh, is is a real head scratcher. Yeah, no, no. This is it's this is getting stupid at this point. And you know, and the Judgment Day is just, you know, when over the fall when he was you know teasing it like every week and all that. You know, the Judgment Day, of course, was solidly in the main event scene on Raw, and that they have just been you know tumbling and tumbling and tumbling ever since, seemingly. And you know, they're feuding with the Miz, r Truth, and DIY for fuck's sake. Uh, yeah, not. Uh... It'll keep you on TV, uh, but if you want to be in the main event, not going to help you. Yeah, no, and if there, I maybe Miz and our awesome truth that is, is going to give me the, tie, the the team to to, to, to unseat the champs. <laughs> oh man, who? Uh, yeah, did not have that on my bingo card. For uh, for this year, that the uh, awesome truth would be back and uh, would be strong contenders for the tag team championships. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Once again, this this whole thing with uh, with our truth has been it's been a lot of fun. Um, the stuff on they did on Monday, though, I'm not a wasn't a huge fan of it, and. <laughs> Uh, you know, JD, JD doesn't need to be beating anybody in a singles match. He sucks. He doesn't deserve a job. I hate him. <laughs> um. Well, uh, that was definitely one where I'm like, he, that if they want to have him as a useful part of Judgment Day, he needed that win. I guess so, yeah. I guess so. Uh, yeah. So, I... Uh, I, I I mean he's in the same spot that a lot of the honestly that Finn Balor's in like Finn Balor though they have presented him a bit better I a lot of those guys that really uh, carried the black and gold uh, NXT banner. Uh, yeah, I mean, they found themselves just in the tag team division on the main roster. Just, they they can't find an op- opening for them. I mean, you already talked about DIY, Pete Dunne, and Tyler Bate on that list also. Uh, there's a real, uh, a real cap to them. Uh, you know, I just, yeah, I I, I don't see any of them really getting getting much anywhere on the main roster, like further than they really are at this point. No, no, no. There really isn't a, a, a place for them any, them any further. So, yeah, like, I, I, JD needed the win, but he's, yeah, I don't, I don't know how high in the pecking order that man will ever really be. Um, no, no. Yeah. Never, no. Um, yeah, I don't think that we're going to be very far, no. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess if you wanted to get a tag team match out of this, you needed to have something like that happen. Yeah, you know, I, 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 from a storyline standpoint, yeah, it's, it, it, it's fine. 
understand the truth things, it's pretty over. Although one thing with truth is, with the writers, they never know when you know, when to stop with truth. Like they never like oh when it when something is just stupid, stupid, and just and not funny. Like him mistaking DIY for DX. Like that was just stupid. Like I didn't even get a chuckle. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah. There, yeah. Yeah, our truth just kind of acts stupid sometimes. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah, it, it, there's a border, and it really shouldn't be uh, crossed, but uh, unfortunately they dip into that territory more than they uh, more than they should. Um, cause, oh, I was going to say somehow we got away, uh, did we get from the women to the tag team division somehow? Yes, we did. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that I was remembering things correctly. Uh, <clears throat> cause I was trying to think of what else or, or who else. Cause I mean, I know that we talked about Liv Morgan uh, what Bianca qualified? Yeah, Bianca not a qualified. surprise. Yeah, not a surprise. I, yeah, no. As far as being a championship match, I, I, this is not her year, so there's just no real chance there. But they just got to make sure they eliminate her in a way that you know makes sense and doesn't hurt her too much. Uh, yeah, she'll get. Uh, just because it's the first thought that comes to mind, uh, I'll just call it the Bronson Reed treatment. Uh, since he took like everyone's finisher before being eliminated last year. Yeah, they'll, that's they'll, possible. They'll, they'll, they'll do that. They'll, yeah, they'll do something, uh, something within that vein, I guess, at least in theory. So, um, her live, uh, what, Shayna Baszler? No, she lost. Oh, okay. No, wait, yeah, she lost last week, yeah. But everyone's going to get a last chance uh, next week, I think, they said. And then, plus, some of the other women are going to get to be in the Battle Royal, right? Uh, is that, is that, was that what they established? That, that the other women are going to get to be in the Battle Royal, too? Uh yeah, I believe that they are uh leaving a couple of spots open for the uh for the ladies there that are not really match related. So, uh yeah, there's uh there's uh, a little more wide open there, but I guess yeah, I guess it is easy to blow that one off since uh as we've already discussed, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley vibes coming off anyway, so uh, things are uh, things are in the uh, foregone conclusion category. Um, just because I'm uh, seeing it a little bit later in the timeline here, and we didn't really talk about it. Are you as amazed by the Rocky sucks chance as I am uh, that they continued this week during Cody Rhodes uh, promo? No, 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 no. I, I don't think they surprised me. Wait, wait. They, uh, they figured out where they're going here, and, and, and he is going to have to embrace it. He's gonna have to be that guy. He hasn't been in over twenty years. It's gonna, it's gonna, it should make for a fun ride. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if I, I, I don't know if today's fans are ready for if he's that if he's that motivated and maybe a little a, a little really pissed off the things he could say about about Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh... It is a wild situation uh, that uh, that we find ourselves in. Oh, it is absolutely a wild situation. 
it's 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 actually, it's amazing how this is all this is all turned out in the last several weeks. Uh, yeah, like I can't believe we're still here discussing the fact that the Rock is kind of the second to Roman Reigns as of you know this moment right now. Well, some people were, were, were reading the situation as Roman Reigns was second to the Rock. <laughs> Oh, I guess that's true. I mean, he was the one that did the slapping. He did the slapping, and as soon as it's, it's it was the, that once again, that all will be a very interesting, and maybe just maybe it's a way more it's a way more interesting way to play things than to just have just had the Rock show up one day and just you know end up in a match with Roman with Roman Reigns because you start asking yourself, what reason does the Rock actually have to be mad at Roman Reigns? You really didn't have a good answer, but now if they if they you know they're together for a while, tension develops, they break up, and then they're you know then then they're primed to you know face each other by the time we we get around to WrestleMania next year, you know then you have something. Uh, yeah, it uh, it it may hidden work out for them better. It, I mean, yeah, it always seemed like something. you could shoehorn the head of the table thing in there. Yeah. But, I mean, shouldn't the elders have thought about The Rock previously in a lot of ways? Like, I guess you would have almost needed them in the storyline to advance it if you had gone that route. Yeah, there's there's definitely something to that. But yeah, no, no, I mean, the whole situation was a mess. But I think at, at, at this point, we're pretty confident it's going to work out anyway. Uh, people seem into it. I mean, you can think one way or the other about what's yeah. going on, but uh, obviously it's gotten a, a high amount of crowd participation. And again, like with the Rocky Suck chance, it always... I guess it's one of those ones where it's just like, hey, is this just a uh, short-lived thing, or is this going to keep going? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to go through WrestleMania. I mean, everything else, I mean, obviously depends on the Rock's schedule, but obviously with the board, with the board appointment and something in the neighborhood of thirty million dollars in stock options he's been given, um, and. He is definitely more invested in WWE than he has been in a long time. So, is is this something he's you know going to continue to make time for you know as the next year or so goes on? I, we will see. I mean, there, there's definitely an avenue for the Rocket Roman Reigns one on one to eventually happen, but we're gonna do it. But we're gonna have them team up first. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I guess I'm with you. Like. Like, I wouldn't have called it shoehorning the head of the table stuff if I didn't think it was shoehorning. You know, like it. it this it's can give them something to, like you said, to start from. Yeah. To to make that a relevant point. Yes, yes, yes. Because they had, I mean, they've done some teases. You make makes you think about the Rock coming back, but they really never they they. And that, and that was the problem. This whole thing, they did nothing. They've done nothing to really set the table for months and months and months and months. And even went through with you know the Royal Rumble and having Cody win. Like it was just, it was just too late. Oh, it was just too late to do any kind of pivot. But this, you know, this this really works. You know, gives you that. You know, the Rock. You know, hope you know, once again, you you embraces it. You you know, fully embraces it. You know. You know, place that heel. You, we know he can't. We know he can. You get a you get a tag match. You, you get Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes and wrestling twice. You create a situation that doesn't you know push Seth Rollins to the background and make his title him and his title seem insignificant seem as insignificant at the very least if he's right there in the in the thick of all of this. Uh, yeah, they might have, and I guess that's the other interesting twist this week, uh, 
is uh, Seth Rollins uh, extending the olive branch officially to uh, to Cody Rhodes. And honestly, Cody being receptive for the first time since their, you know, months-long feud. Well, I mean, they, I, I, they were on the same side of Survivor Series. Oh, yeah, but they still kind of made a point that they were tolerating each other. Yes. I, 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 I do feel like they're taking a little bit of uh, a further step uh, with this alliance that they're forming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they absolutely are, yes. It, does, it really feels like, you know, they're completely on the same side here. Yeah, it's, you know, once again, it's remarkably well-loved stuff. And once again, you know, they really allowed, not that Cody was a beta or anything, but they really allowed Seth to be the alpha on Monday. And he desperately needed that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, especially, I mean, he definitely looks like the biggest dork at the at the press conference. He, yes, he, 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 of all people, needed a bounce back from that thing. Yes, yes, because that's the, the kind of... Said, but not not said as loud part of all of this. This whole thing made him and his title look like absolute garbage for, you know, about a week or so. He, yeah, he needed to have his big, you know, star moment. It's just his big declaration. And, you know, Cody was more the... Not, not subservient, but he was definitely the one, you know, listening to Seth and, and letting Seth, you know, take the lead. I, I think Seth, as, as, as a world champion, really, really needed that. Uh, yeah, and I guess I do think that it's helped Seth a little bit just become... The goofy stuff helped get him over... I think he needed to pivot to be a little more serious to help yes. himself out. And this, uh, the position that he finds himself in is helping out with that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I do think that this is uh, an immense uh, boost to Seth Rollins. Uh, even if he ends up losing the championship <laughs> WrestleMania weekend, you know? Yeah, that's um, that, that's very true. Because, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, quite frankly, I could see... Uh, I, I, I would not be terribly surprised if uh, Drew McIntyre finishes his own story at WrestleMania this year. Yeah, no, no, no. I can, once again, Seth putting himself in a situation by presumably competing... The first night in a tag team match on his bad knee to walk into WrestleMania wounded. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, honestly, if uh, if Damian Priest didn't take a, advantage at that point, I would be pulling my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's certainly maybe something they could do there as well. Yeah. I, I would not surprise me if Seth Rollins does not uh, make it out of WrestleMania's champion and then maybe takes in a little bit, a little bit more of an extended break to, to, to heal up his, to heal up his knee. Uh, oh yeah. Um, is there any other aspect of raw that needs to be talked about? And or SmackDown. I don't, I don't think so. Um, does that leave us some time to talk about AEW collisions, sir? I guess it does. <laughs> you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to remember, remember about anything that happened on that show, though. <laughs> oh, my um, Tuesday power watching of Collision uh, helps it uh, helps it stay fresh in ye old memory. Um, 
This was one where I guess AEW in general, just because our uh, good buddy, not Dr. Death, finds himself in- embroiled in the uh, AEW, uh, <laughs> just, <clears throat> you know, I-, I-, I guess I feel like there are definitely some AEW fans out there that want to, uh, I would say, have their cake and eat it too. Uh, I know that that is an old phrase. There's probably a new way to put that. But uh, they want to act like it's as important as the WWE, but it's just not even though they love it. Yeah. You know, like, it's one of those things where I I guess I always think about my own well, a wrestling is kind of niche anyway, so I mean you're you're in a subgenre even if you're here anyway, kids. Uh, so I think you'd understand this a little bit better, but hey, evidently some people don't. Uh, yeah, they're just not as popular. Period. End of sentence. You know, like, and I I feel like they try to move the goalposts some on their own. Uh, they try to act like they're as big as WWE, but then when someone uh, makes fun of their numbers, they're like, well, look at these numbers. And it's just like, oh my God. Look at WWE on a weekly basis these days. And, you know, you don't need to make that crowd up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny what happens when you have people there and you show the whole arena. Um, and, and then when you don't have all the people there and you crop the view constantly, like, it's just like, come on guys. So anywho, uh, that diatribe aside, uh, collision, I, I, I feel like we talk about it a lot. There is a lot of good wrestling. I uh, I still think that there are too many people showing up. Uh, I know that they're having the CMLL feud right now. I, I, I still don't feel like I have a reason to be invested in it. No, and those guys are never going to win, so what does it matter? And it's in the smack dab in the middle of, of, of Brian Danielson's feud with Eddie Kingston. And again, the Raccoon Combat Club switching from face to heel and back again within within the body of an entire show from segment to segment. It's it, it annoys the shit out of me. Is 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 the most is it might be my biggest pet peeve in all of AEW. You know that how the BCC just you know changes their alignment on the on on a whim basically. It 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 it, 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 it really it really angers me. I I, I, and, I and I can't stand it. Uh, yeah, so, uh, like, I like the wrestling, but it's just like, okay, I don't care. Uh, Brian, uh, I guess I was almost a little bit surprised that Daniel Garcia beat Shane Taylor. No. But not really. No, no, they're finally doing something with Garcia. That is interesting to see what happens, uh, I guess, tonight when people are listening to this, hopefully listening to this in the morning uh, on, on Wednesday, when Daniel Garcia takes on Adam Copeland in a one-on-one match. Uh, yeah, for, it's... The, for the number of contendership to Christian in the TNT Championship. Uh, yeah, I would not be completely surprised if uh, if Garcia got put over in this situation. No, I wouldn't. Because you could conceivably have Garcia beat Christian for the, t- for the TNT Championship before Revolution and then still do some kind of gimmick blow-off for Adam Copeland and Christian Cage at, at, at Revolution because they, they've never needed the title involved for their feud. Boy, that's... There, there are some things that always sound familiar on this show. Different, yeah. <laughs> di- different program, though. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, agreed. They had, obviously they have enough personal history that championships did not need to be 
involved for it to be important and or a featured match. So yeah, uh, I, I that'll be interesting to to watch that uh, Garcia and in uh, Copeland. It's the first time too that I'm like, oh, there's a chance that he's gonna lose. Yes. You know, at a minimum, this is the first time I'm like, Adam Copeland could lose this match. Every match up until this point, I'm like, whatever. Like, that other guy is not going over. Right, yeah. No, 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 no. you're right. It's, it's, it's a big match for, for the, you know, the whole Copeland concept. And, you know, it's a huge match for, Gar- for, for Garcia. Yeah, it's, a, it's a certainly a match, you know. Adam Copeland could, could could lose, and as I said, I, I the way I laid it out. But also, there's another way this could this could this could this could play out. And that is if you know Daniel Garcia yes does defeat Adam Copeland, it's we set the wheels in motion for Adam Copeland turning heel and joining up with Christian Cage. Um. I mean, you could really go that route should uh, should you desire. I mean, he is not unworldly over unworldly popular with uh with, with the AW audience. There's there's a you know a perception of there's a you know a, a percentage of the AW audience that seems to have a perception of him that he's just living off of past glory and he's not really an AEW guy. Um. Yeah, I don't know if the uh, the family needs. Oh, hold on, no, they're not the family. The patriarchy. The, the patriarchy needs another patriarch, but you could fit him in there again, like because yeah. of him and Christian's prior relationship, uh, they they can go hand in glove uh, pretty easily. Yeah. They really cut him, yes, and and, and you can kind of kind of play into the whole, you know, the, the, these whatever sex section of the audience who believes that you know Copeland just does not fit in the the AEW. Uh, sorry, I was researching. It is kind of weird how. Uh, I don't want to say apathetic because I still feel like he gets a good, uh, a, a somewhat decent reaction. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he gets a good, gets a good reaction. I mean, it's some very. He does the exact his exact same entrance he's been doing for twenty years, basically. Yeah. Uh, the same song, the same pose, the same everything. So there, there is a Pavlovian, I guess you would say, element to to, to his response upon entrance. Uh, yeah, yeah, he does have, uh, and maybe that's what it is. It is just he hasn't really changed his gimmick at all. No, he has not changed at all. He 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 is just he has just been he was just. Picked up and you know plucked and plucked right into AEW as Edge, but we can't call him that. Yeah, we just call him Adam Copeland instead of Edge, but he's still doing all the Edge stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess it's a little hard to get invested in. You know, uh, obviously, even Christian. I don't really want to say he reinvented himself because he's been a heel almost every time he's not been in the WWE. Well, he was a he was a babyface for a well over a year in AEW. Uh, like. Oh, yeah. But I mean, he did work heel in TNA, did he not? For the oh, most yeah, part, he definitely, he definitely worked worked heel. He certainly worked heel in TNA. Obviously, he worked. Yeah, let's bridge uh, points in WWE, and then. But I, I mean, this is obviously he's 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 certainly created a new character for himself as the as as the as the as the patriarch or the. What 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 does he call? Him? That's not the patriarch. They're the patriarchy. What does he call himself? Father of the year, but there's something else. <laughs> oh, I forget what it is. 
so, uh, and I don't think I have that. Oh, no, he didn't really make an appearance this week. No, 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 he did not. So, um... So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think there's uh, that much more to say about those two, uh, honestly. But the one thing that I was wondering about, as far as collision went, and uh, while we were talking about that, I, I, I was <laughs> digging for the information. The last two weeks on Collision, they've had two women's matches on each show. But they've done them back-to-back both weeks. And I guess I've found that a curious bit of booking. And I'm not quite sure why you don't spread them out over the show. You know, put one the first hour and one the second hour kind of situation. Rather than putting both of them. And I mean, in this case, both of them uh, then led into the main event. Like, they did back-to-back women's matches, and then they did the main event. Uh, so, yeah, just just thought that that was uh, an interesting spot to put them in. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a little interesting. I mean, this week, I mean, it was obviously to lead from one to the other with, with Diana Perrazzo and, and Tony Storm. Oh yeah, I, I feel like there's a little more purpose involved in this week's back to back pairing. And uh, I, I, I'm getting to the point that I'm wondering uh, how much more shelf life uh, Timeless Tony Storm has. Yeah, it's getting a little long in the tooth. I think it's. Part of the problem is they can't maintain any consistency with the black and white. The production team is really, really struggling with when to use it and when to not. (laughs) Well, for what... I guess I don't understand why they don't keep it on during the match itself. That's that's probably a little too much to have it on during a match. Because then during her actual important pay-per-view matches, do you have that with those in black and white too? I, I guess run, to me, you run with the gimmick. As, as much as uh, I guess I hated some of that stuff, similar stuff happening with Bray Wyatt, uh, I, yeah, I, I guess I'm okay with committing to the bit, uh, too. Yeah, every time, but every time they try different lighting for a match or, or, or that type of thing, it, 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 it fails miserably. I mean, lighting though affects the people in the arena. This is this is black and white. I mean, obviously, they're not in black and white in the arena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's the one thing that helps about this gimmick is that you're not missing anything with it being black and white. Um, yeah, you're not really missing much. You're still seeing the wrestling action, so. Um. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's only so much you can do with this gimmick. Yeah. There's only so many. There's there's only only so many old timey references she, she can make, and there's this. You know, it 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 it's gonna have a short. It's gonna have a shelf life, and it, 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 that will be the interesting part about you know Tony Khan's booking here. Does he recognize when something has a short shelf life and 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 moves on from it, or does or is he a more like WWE and Vince McMahon than he would think in terms of beating beating a dead horse. Uh, yeah, and then one uh, other thing that struck me about uh, this week was that uh, Queen Aminata has been in a just a poop ton of collision matches over the last several months. And I feel like that's one of those missteps that AEW's had where they introduce these new women, they get on TV a lot, but they also lose a lot. Kevin, I've got news for you. It's not just the women they do that with. (laughs) Well, (laughs) fair enough. 
I'm still waiting for the real follow-up to Shane Taylor taking John Moxley to the limit. It's not coming. Uh, oh, well, yeah, I guess that's part of the reason why I was surprised that he lost it. Especially since, didn't they mention that Taylor officially signed with AEW this past week? I think something, or, no, it was, uh, no, it was the, 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 the other guy, the, the Keith, whatever, Brian Keith, the bounty hunter. Uh, no, I thought that, uh, Shane Taylor officially moved from ROH to AEW. He may have, he may have, I, I mean, so. I guess that, but he, 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 he may have. But yeah, Brian Keith, the bounty hunter is definitely in, uh, I, uh, yeah, that guy kind of has something that you can actually run with. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he, he made I, a lot I, of cowboy I, I references that I actually got, so it made me question how old the gentleman is. Yeah, he would be a little on the older side, but they need to they need to get a get a good jump on him. You know, he needs to stop you know losing all these matches, losing matches on TV, and 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 because we are about we are over two years into Daniel Garcia being a part of AEW, correct? Uh, yeah, I, at least. And we're just now jumping for joy and celebrating that he can win four matches in a row, including getting, including wanting to throw a parade for the guy because he because because he beat uh he beat Nick Wayne on a roll up. <laughs> There's the guy. This all kind of this all this crap started with the guy you just lose, 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 lose. But by God, he put up a he put up a real he put up a real fight, didn't he? Uh, yeah, announced to have signed in AEW October of 21, first major appearance, March 22. March so, 22? Yeah, so it's been two years on the button, I guess, that he has really been a part. Because that's when he showed up with uh, Angelo Parker and Matt Menard. Okay, yeah, I remember all that, and that, that led to them. So the Jericho, Jericho Appreciation, yeah. Appreciation Society, uh, you know, happened soon thereafter. So, yeah, yeah. it's been a couple of years of uh, promise, promise, promise. And, yeah, they need to get Garcia to at least, uh, you know, I guess it's probably not going to be an international championship uh Fight, but the the man could uh, use uh, one of the secondary belts, I guess, somewhere. Yeah, in there. At this point, so yeah, uh, I guess going back to him being a uh, a, a solid, solid chance at uh, it beating Adam Copeland this week. Um, main event, Chris, in uh, this was uh, Orange Cassidy. Tomohiro Ishii. Fun match. Yeah, a lot of fun. It, it was definitely, definitely, definitely a really good match. Yeah. It, it, it just does it, does, it, it, it just, Orange Cassidy defending that, that international title every week just doesn't feel the same. Uh, oh. They've, they've definitely lost, they've lost something. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, as much as I like, uh, I like Ishii uh, more than some of the New Japan guys. Again, though, I, I guess I assumed that he was taking the L here. Yeah, no, I, I definitely assume that. I don't, I don't think Orange Cassidy's losing the title before Revolution. I really don't want to see him lose the title at Revolution either. I, I really... <laughs> uh, Roderick Strong has such go-away heat with me. Just like, dude, I can never take you seriously again. Please go away. Uh, and you're not even funny, so I can't take you seriously. And you're not funny. Like, what, what, what am I supposed to do with you? Uh, yeah, he uh, not great. You know, like I this whole thing is not this whole thing is not great. You know, just just, just always got to look at poor Wardlow acting like he was his his acting like his college professor put him in the worst put him in the worst team for a group project ever. He could not look uh, any more unhappy. Like, like, like he does not actually like these people. <laughs> if he tried. Uh, yeah. 
so much just not to like about that group. It's it's so bad, and we still gotta drag all this out until Cole and MJF are both healthy. And it's gonna be <sighs> it's gonna be death because who could possibly care about Roderick Strong? Who could possibly care about Bennett and Taven? And they've screwed up Ward Wardlow's you know so many so many different times that the guy just has nothing left. And I, what else? I because I don't think I they weren't on collision at all. But uh, even my wife was just. I tried to explain the bang bang scissor gang to her, and I'm just like, well, they're feuding with this other group, but this other f- group is like super injured, so they can't really feud with them. So they got together for no good reason. Yes, they got together for no good. Yes, they got together for no reason. They're, they they have completely forgotten their their objective of fighting the the undisputed kingdom. Yes. Yeah. So now they're just they're they're, they're just doing scissor. And Jay White makes it is a terrible babyface. Let's just be brutally honest. And and the, the guns are so look so smug. Like and for God's sakes, is is, is fucking Juice Robinson gonna come back and and, and be a babyface? You know, fuck is fuck that guy. Well, in a minimum, I do think that uh, Jay White and the Guns work better as heels. Yes, they do. I, I I could see this splitting up, you know, fairly quickly. Yeah, yeah, you can I mean, you, know, you, you can do away with something. this pretty quickly, but yeah, there was no reason good. to really put it to, like since you knew what you like. This is one of those you knew what you knew, so why didn't you just? Stop, like, not do this. I, I, I guess if people want to cheer Jay White in the guns, just let it happen. But there's no reason to put them together with the acclaimed, especially when we're seeing two sets of trios tag team champions in the same shot. Just mind-numbing. Uh, so glad we got to talk about AEW, Chris. Oh, I'm glad too. <laughs> At least got to get that stuff off of my chest. Um, anything else to uh, cover before we uh, hit the old dusty trail here? Mm, no, I think we're pretty good. Okay, uh, should one find themselves in Lexington, Kentucky? Uh, which is where Raw was last night. Uh, yeah. I, w- I, I, I was not in town for Raw, but uh, I did pass through uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, Mirror Twin Brewing is one of my favorites. I've stopped in there a couple of times when I've been in the Lexington area. They always provide a bunch of uh, very good beer. This one is uh, Blackberry Eclipse Monster New England IPA with Eclipse hops and Blackberry, 7% ABV. Uh, It has a nice uh, mild hoppiness to it. And uh, yeah, the Blackberry really, really stands out. So it gives it a a little bit of a sour quality without doing any of the uh, sour work. Since it's uh, it's an IPA, like it just really just gives it a nice sour note that uh, plays against the hops. So uh, should one uh, find themselves in Lexington, Kentucky, or in the general uh, Kentucky area, if you can find some Mirror Twin Brewing, uh, high level of suggest from uh, at Defrango Eleven. He is at Stunt Kelly. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us at Apple Podcasts. Download us at any number of locations, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon. Have a good night, grandkids. Later.